0: My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 34, starts now. You never wish for anybody to be hurt there, doggy. I do wish for him to be hurt. But <laughs> not. Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. That's episode number 34. This is B. I'm here with Dog. What's up? What's up? The champ is back. Pushing up, baby. Pushing so up. So good. So good. So good. So good. Um, bouncing into week eight now. Going from week seven to week eight. Is that what man, we're doing? Man, the here? NFL season just flies by, man. I mean, you look at it and you start crying because you realize you only got about five games left or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But we're getting through it. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I've Bouncing off another win, because that's what I do. But, Doggy. I'm bouncing back in the game, baby. Back in the game after you know? a trade. Yeah. Tell him about your trade.
1: Man, I had a couple great trades, man. Yeah. You know, shit. I You know, I got a fucking D-hop. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's my boy, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I pair him with Odell Beckham now. Yeah. You know? And um, shit, man. I just don't even give a fuck anymore, as long as I got D-hop, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying.
0: And you traded, you traded Russell Wilson for D. Hop, and a yeah. lot of people say, "Hey, you but know, I got Garoppolo also." You got, De- and a lot of people look at that and say, "You know what? That's a lot. The person got gave a lot for a quarterback." Yeah. Looking at it on the other side, you're looking at Russell Wilson putting up 40 point games and such. You could see the attraction there, and you know when you get to this part of the season, it's really about what you need or what you think you need. And this person you traded with needed a quarterback, yeah. needed a you know basically a prime time quarterback. I and think he panicked. <laughs> I think he panicked he gave me
1: D-hop and yeah. Garoppolo yeah. Garoppolo's a below average quarterback but mm-hmm. shit you know I just dropped his ass yeah and I ended up with Drew Brees you and know what I'm saying so hey yeah so really I traded like you said for uh, I got Drew Brees and D-hop
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so so far you're you are seeing the fruits of that trade which yeah. is great um, you're now 2-3-2 and two, which sounds like an area code or something like that right but Definitely in the mix. Definitely in spot number seven. You gotta be in spot spot number six in our league to make the playoffs. So
1: I'm right there, man. Looking good. It's looking I'm good. I'm battling
0: back. Yes. This is a big week, week eight. Yeah. No, no, it's it's getting grimy because there's there's fewer, fewer, fewer options on the waiver wire each week. If you are picking last or close to last, like I have, fortunately, every every week since you know, my great record. You just don't have many options. No. So you, like I said, like I've been saying all year, you have to guess when you're in that position and, and guess some, early. Guess early. Guess a couple weeks ahead. Uh, one of my guesses as I was telling Doggy earlier, John Brown picking him up. I think in week two or week three. You know, having the foresight to look at him and say, okay, hey, you know what? He may not start right now for me, but he plays Miami in week seven, yeah. and you're able to put him in week seven as you planned. He gets you 19 points helps you win the week. Yeah, that's going to be great. So, that's the way. There's different ways to play based on your record. Keep that in mind, folks. Obviously, if you're struggling to get wins, you're playing for that week and you're doing whatever you can to make your team strong that particular week. But if you're ahead in the game, you have to sort of be like Nostradamus and pick stuff up here, you know, here and there. Um Yeah,
1: that's a great competition, you know, and you know, just for you being in first place, I mean, it's supposed to be hard for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know the waiver wire is supposed to be hard. No, it is. It it it's the it's the challenge of being first, and yeah. that you 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 accept that, and you you know you can win like that. Other people won like that. I won like that two years ago and hopefully we we'll win again like that this year. So um you
1: want to get that buy, that first round buy. That's what it's about. That's what you, you're playing for. Yeah. You're
0: in yeah. now. Yeah. Even if you lose 2 3 in a row. Yeah. But you
1: want that first round buy. You need it. Yeah.
0: Because it's it's like I tell people all the time. Playing fantasy football is like playing in Vegas is that the more you play the more you have a chance to lose. <laughs> exactly. So you want you want to limit your games. <laughs> yeah. So you want to play one game less than everybody else. Right. For the simple fact that you would like to walk away with the prize. Right. Um one of my gripes, and everybody's gripes this past week, um, the whole David Johnson situation where they listed him as active Very and, and let him play one down. He, he gets a carry. He gets, I think, picks up two yards, and then he leaves the game. Not great if you're a David Johnson owner. I happen to have David on my team, and did suffer, I, I survived it. But if I was playing in a tighter game, that could have been the difference between a win and a loss. Um of course, you look at that at first, and you're mad at everybody. But after the news conference kind of played out, and you're like, okay, Kingsbury, you're kind of letting David. He, you said he was a warrior. He wanted to play, and you appreciate that from a player, especially if he's on your team. He's trying to fight to stay in the game. It's just that he couldn't. Now, I think well, he's
1: the second best player on the team, man. It's like you yeah. can't do that.
0: Well, that's you can't. The, don't play him. Well, this Shit. is yeah. Th- I think that's what we need this week from Kingsbury is to tell David, hey man, look you need to go sit down. Yeah. Go sit down, get well, and we'll play you the following week. Exactly. Um, The encouraging thing about his injuries is that, you know, if he was able to play a little bit last week and that he's still a possibility for practice, that's optimistic. On the pessimistic side, they went and signed Alfred Morris and I think Zach Zinner today Mm -hmm. or yesterday. So it's starting to feel like David Johnson is not going to play this week. I don't know for sure. And, I think the Cardinals are a bit of, you know, sort of a, like drama Queens is that every, every, every week with David Johnson, the last two weeks has been, it's a game time decision. And yeah. you're like, you know, damn well, if the man can play, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's not drag it out. All right. But there's gamesmanship and we have to appreciate that. But we're, we're hoping that Kingsbury, if Johnson is not able, and it may cost me a win this week, but sit him down so he doesn't get hurt, let him get healthy. And then he can get your fantasy points later. Um, we may have a guest on the show, and we're trying to figure out if we get him. Uh, it's been a while to put this thing together. The fantasy football stoner on Twitter, huge following. People love him. He has fantasy insight. The name Stoner should give it away because he's dealing and he talks about fantasy, and then he talks about weed, mm. and then he talks about fantasy, then he talks, talks about, about more weed, weed. <laughs> and then he talks about fantasy. Probably then smokes a little weed. You know, <laughs> it, it's a good mix, and right. it's, and I think it shows the sort of the fantasy football community that uh, kind of encompasses everyone. The weed smokers. The porn addicts, that's us. We're, exactly. we're the porn addicts. You know, everybody. Everybody yeah. fits under the big kind of crazy rainbow that is fantasy football. Yeah. Um. So until we figure out from him, we'll get into our show, and we'll get into the, the fun parts and just sort of get you ready for week eight, if we can, if you guys allow us. I don't know. Um. First of all, our bye weeks. Everybody, pay attention. The Baltimore Ravens, Dallas Cowboys, those teams on byes. No Mark Ingram, no Dak Prescott, no, well, you wouldn't No Lamar have, Jackson. Yes, no Lamar Jackson. You got to start making, like I said, looking to the future. What are you going to do now that you don't have these players? And you should have known this a couple of weeks ago, but those are the people on by. Um, you know, we also have our injuries. You have Pat Mahomes, who miraculously, I guess he... Well, he's throwing in practice. He's throwing in practice. <laughs> throwing. So, so what What's the fuck going you, on? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like shit, yeah.
1: motherfuckers picking up a ball throwing in practice. Yeah. So I they've already. Be, I think he'll miss one game.
0: He, that's what it's feeling like. <laughs> yeah. It, and the thing is, they're saying that he's obviously out for this game, but maybe he's like Saquon Barkley. Maybe he comes back super quick. Uh, we'll see. Um, you also have uh, Matt Ryan. I think he's out a couple of weeks. Um, on Johnson's on IR Matt so. Ryan
1: needs to retire
0: you know you always know <laughs> I mean <laughs> and the thing is is there's people out there there's a Matt Ryan contingent or sorry Matt Ryan contingent out there they're like what has Matt Ryan ever done to you you don't like him and he has all these numbers oh Matt it, Ryan you just don't get the feel that he's going to do it for you yeah and I mean
1: he's not a winner
0: man He and I mean he's a nice enough guy he's talented enough during the Super Bowl I looked at people and they were telling me, oh, the Falcons, the Falcons. I said, man, wait, it ain't over. It ain't over.
1: They he, paid his ass all that money. They got to play that contract out.
0: Exactly. But um, he was headed for a cliff probably anyway. He had a terrible game and then got hurt. Um, he's just not the guy you trust in fantasy. Yeah, I, when, and I and I can't point my finger on why.
1: Yeah, when Shanahan left, I could. Oh. I can. <laughs> Shanahan <laughs> left, they got the drunk.
2: The guy is drunk, but there he goes.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's well, what happened. Happens. Don't you drink know, it. It's, it's a different system. Yeah, don't drink and coach, folks. Look at
1: Garoppolo. He's not putting up big numbers, but, hey, he's managing a, what, 6-0 team.
0: Well, the the 49ers are doing what they need to do to win. Yeah. They're relying on defense. They got three running backs. They run the ball. And they're on third and short a lot.
1: You yeah. You know, they can, he can manage the game.
0: Yeah. And they picked up Emmanuel Sanders, which I think is going to be huge for them.
1: I think so, too. By
0: the way, I think – Going into this season, I liked I was very high on Emmanuel Sanders, and I think he, he immediately becomes their best receiver. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, immediately. So it, they get another thing they need, and they got a little distance between them and the Rams. Um, obviously, I think Emmanuel Sanders, fantasy wise, is someone to pick up if you don't have him already or trade for him. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. But we'll get into that later. Um, continue to go through the injuries. Uh, David Johnson, we mentioned. We don't know what's going to go on with him. Delaney Walker, pretty much the same thing. I have both of these guys on my team. Both of them played a, <laughs> a series and left, and I was fortunate to get the win. Right. I, I can't explain it. Yeah. That's just what happens in that's fantasy sometimes. Um, Adam Thielen is out for Thursday night. And that's excellent for me because I'm going up against him. Well, you never wish for anybody to be hurt there, doggy. I do wish for him to be hurt, but not <laughs> for this week.
1: <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> yeah.
0: Shit. Oh man,
1: and maybe Kirk Cousins will go down too because I got uh, going up against him too. Yeah, no. so yeah, I do wish for people to get a little, you know, a little injury not done. a s not know, serious career <laughs> e- ending injury, but maybe season ending injury, <laughs> <laughs> especially when I'm chasing the bag. Oh, God, <laughs> terrible.
0: Um, <laughs> where do you go from there? Um, there's certain things that you know, and they've dragged on all season. Uh, and I, I added this to the rundown late, but um, looking at somebody like David Montgomery, who has just been abysmal, and it's not even his fault. So it's yeah, frustrating. That's
1: the sad part about it. It's not his fault. Yeah. It's the coach's fault.
0: It's the coach's fault. And, and every, every. it seems like every other week is the same thing where they have a news conference. And he says, oh, uh, yeah, I think we should run the ball more. And you're sitting there saying you're the one who calls the plays. Yeah, but in, and then you guys are the one that
1: traded up to uh, get him in the draft.
0: Traded up to get the runner back. Gave him two carries. Mm. And he's, oh, well, we couldn't run. Why couldn't you run the ball? He doesn't have
1: a chance to get into the floor of the game. You know, running backs need to get into the floor of the game.
0: He needs touches.
1: Yeah, you need touches, man. That's how AP is. You know, that's how AP became great. Yeah. They had him the ball 20 times a game. Exactly. You know, and – Hey, you know, hey, he might get hit for a loss here and there, but shit. Next thing you know, he's breaking down field for thirty-five yards.
0: He he, he needs touches. I mean, you yeah. can't run the ball twice and expect to be successful. And then the guy, like I said, Nagy has a news conference. He's like, I'm not an idiot. I know he should run. And you're like, well, we'll run the ball. Run yeah. the ball. Um, right now, if you own or if you're sorry, we gotta be careful about saying own and shit. Oh, apparently, because well, yeah, you, you slaves, own, yeah, I know, and shit. Right. But yeah, if you have David Montgomery on your fantasy team. You have every right to bench him. I think you. it's tough to release him just because the state of running backs. There's just not a lot out there right now at this time. People on buys and such. But it's frustrating because it's not David Montgomery's fault. It's Trubisky's fault for being so suck-ass terrible. And also the coach's fault for not – they had a week off. They were coming off of a buy. Yeah. And couldn't figure out how to get him – I mean – Shit, break out the wing T formation if you need to. Break out the wishbone. Do right. something to get this man the ball. But the the encouraging thing is after a game like that, uh, and it happened once this year already where he didn't get the ball, Nagy made up for it, gave him the ball a bunch of times, a couple weeks in a row. Maybe you can get some points out of that. But it's a mess in Chicago. Yeah, it's a
1: mess because Trubisky sucks. Yeah. And, you know, and that really
0: hurts Montgomery's
1: production too, I think.
0: Yeah. And, you know? Mm-hmm. So...
1: But shit, man, if they know they're losing or they're tanking or wherever the fuck they're doing in Chicago, you have to get this guy rolling. He's Mm -hmm. supposed to be your future.
0: In theory. And you just don't know. And like I said, as long as Trubisky's there and Nagy can't figure out how to call a running play, you're going to have to struggle with that fantasy-wise as you deal with um, David Montgomery. Um, getting into it, folks, we're going to get right into the juice of the show.
1: The juice is loose.
0: The juice is loose. Um, let's get with our ad suggestions for the week there, doggy. Who are you adding this week?
1: Well, um, I'm adding Eric Ebron. Mm. Um, uh, Brissette is, you know, looking hot, man. He's looking good. And, you know, he's, he's getting getting big numbers out of him. And, um, he tends to look for Ebron in the, um, in the red zone a lot. Yeah. And I'm adding, uh, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. It's time for the breeze, baby, to come back. Breeze is blowing. Yeah, breeze is blowing. It's blowing. You know, you know, it's wonderful when you can have Drew Brees in your lineup, and you're trying to make a playoff push in fantasy, man. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And that's scary for the opponent to look over and say, damn man, I got to go against Drew Brees and fucking Alvin Kamara and fucking Michael Thomas." You know, he's going to just dump the ball down to them. They're going to do what they do, baby, because yeah. his arm is not as strong as it used to be. Mm-hmm. But he still has the playmakers around him.
0: Yeah, and you, I mean you don't know you I mean you could be looking at a 40 50 point game still from Jew I think they're fewer and farther between because of his age or whatever but to get him this late in the season and hopefully you run into some some opponents that you know give up passing yardage and passing points for your fantasy team it's a good pickup and uh, you know a lot of people I'm sure out there gave up on him uh, after the injury we know obviously in our league they did and doggy benefited so we'll see how that all pans out um my ads for the week, I, I got to go with the most popular ad is Ty Johnson, just obviously from Detroit. Oh, yeah,
1: the Detroit running back.
0: Exactly. Uh, following Carry On Johnson's injury. And again, when you're drafting, you know certain people tend to get hurt, and you steer clear of those people. I carry on. And that's why I steer clear of Carry On. And I'm very happy I did as of right now. Um, Ty Johnson, it's a long term injury. So it's not a week in and week out thing where you could say, well, it's only a week. He's gonna get the ball for a while. Um, you know, he's on carry carrion's on IR, so that means I think week 16, they may get him back.
2: Ooh, Shh, man, that's done. that's the
0: championship. That's everything. that's everything. over. Yeah. So um that's your guy. That's the number one pickup for me. Um also John U. Smith uh with the Titans. Delaney has fallen off the map uh because of injury. I think he started out with a bang, which has been great. However, Janu, with Delaney's injury, I have a feeling that uh, Delaney will not be available this week. Janu gets a very good matchup this week uh, as they play. Who do they play? Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. And he has about three or four other really good tight end matchups as the year progresses. So it's a situation where you can roll with Janu. You can see if Delaney gets healthy and then plug him in. But Tennessee has a ton of of good tennis, uh, tight end matches before the year ends. So keep an eye on that. Um, oh, yeah. I'll just go through it. I, that's the whole reason I printed it out. They got Tampa Bay Week 8, Kansas City Week 10, Indianapolis Week 13, and Oakland Week 14. All very favorable mat- matchups for your tight end. So Tennessee's where it's at if, you're, if you can play a tight end from that team. Um, drop suggestions there, Doggy. What do you got? Well...
1: I'm, th- You know, my boy was on the bubble last week, Breida. Now it's this week I'm thinking about dropping him. Ooh. Big you move. know, uh, Tevin Coleman's getting all the carries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Breida's injury prone. He thought he had a concussion, but he was cleared to play at the game. That just shows, like, what the fuck is going on Yeah, out there? It's just very confusing, mm-hmm. you know? um, So, you know, I, I would suggest dropping Breida if you have any, you know, if you're your Breeda owners out there, you know what I'm saying? Because... Tevin Coleman's about to start taking over, and then even when he goes out, Breida still wouldn't get the goal line carry if yeah. Tevin Coleman tired, they bring in Wilson. Yeah, you know, so it's it's tough.
0: It you know it from the beginning, and again going back to the draft when I saw San Francisco's running back situation, I ran because I knew what you were dealing with. You got Matt Breida who runs hard as hell, fast as hell, everything else, but gets hurt. You got Coleman who gets hurt. Um and you have was the other, McKinnon who gets hurt yeah but when two or three of them are healthy they're going to share the ball which makes it very complicated as you deal with your fantasy point fantasy points and you guys all know that so you know it it again it's tough dropping running backs I could see you dropping Breeder because he's not necessarily the starter and especially like these these bench spots are getting more and more valuable and you don't want to hold someone who's not a value to your team so I. I absolve you. You can drop Brie. And
1: you know, one more drop I was going to bring up, B man, What's is that? Jimmy Garoppolo, man. It's like he's not producing like a sl- gunslinger. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, you know, you can't win a championship with Jimmy Garoppolo on well, your team as a quarterback. Your quarterback needs to produce at least twenty plus points a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least match their project projections. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So he hasn't been doing that.
0: Well, everyone, people with quarterbacks are, they go crazy. Yeah. And two years ago, he had those five straight wins. Everyone thought he was Jesus. They were, I mean, he's out dating porn stars and oh, doing man. all kind of shit. And they loved him. And they yeah. said, oh, man, he's the next coming. This is Joe Montana. All this other coming. bullshit. Yeah, he's literally coming <laughs> on the porn <laughs> But um, when you go back and look at those five games, he was not, very efficient in those five games he was not putting up a bunch of fantasy points in those five games yeah and so you really have to take take it seriously ignore the hype in situations like that he is a game manager and game managers in fantasy do not serve you well so another good drop by dog i i believe um my drop suggestion i mentioned for kind of foreshadowed it earlier delaney walker um if he's hurt if he's not available he can't play on your team and so it it at the very most, you may get a, a situation where you know he's already mispracticed today. Today is Wednesday; they play Sunday, so you may get a practice a situation where he practices a couple of games and then, or a couple of days, or half practices, or limited, or whatever they call it, and he's available. But do you really want him after all that? Like that—that's the thing. It, I think it's just time, and I think there—if you look at the games—Johnu Smith is sort of feeling more comfortable in that role. So it's something to monitor because, like I said, Tennessee does have those those great matchups with the tight end position. So if Delaney's healthy, maybe you swap him back in. If if Janu uh, doesn't do much, or if Jano Janu uh, relinquishes his spot once Delaney comes back.
1: And Delaney, uh, to add on to what you were saying, mm-hmm. Delaney is like um, Mariota's guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's Marcus Mariota's guy, man. So. Yeah. You know, he he targeted him a lot. Sure. So, you know, with Tannehill, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. Tannehill yeah. looking for the receivers a lot more. That's exactly you know right. So.
0: Yeah, the statistics bear out. Since Tannehill's been there, he's looked for uh, uh, Corey Davis and um, A.J. Brown a lot more than Mariota did. Um, you know,
1: that's— And, and Humphreys.
0: And Humphreys. So that's why you have to probably feel comfortable about uh, dropping Delaney Walker. Um, rising star of the week, Dog. What do you got? Jacobs, man, for the Raiders, my rising star of the week, Ooh, you know? Yes. So,
1: again, mm. that's my second week in a row. Yeah. I'm saying he's going to be the rising star of the week. They're going against Houston. He's going to run the ball down their throats, man. Mm. And he's starting to become a top 10 back
0: yeah. in the league
1: and in fantasy. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's I'm, I'm riding him right now. He's going to be my rising star of the week again for the second week in a row.
0: Yeah, hard runner. Um, I was on board during the draft. For- fortunately, I think a pick before me, he got swiped from me. Um, He's your guy moving forward. There's no reason not to put him in a lineup or even think about benching him at this point. He's their, their guy. And Gruden's habit of using running backs and using them early and often is consistent, yeah, so.
1: and you have to look at it just because Derek Carr is not consistent, yeah. So, you know, he's like a game manager, also. Mm-hmm. So, Gruden's like, Man, let's let's that's why he, you know, invest a lot in his line, the offensive line, exactly. You know, and their offensive line is starting to get healthy now. So, Gabe Jackson just came back, mm-hmm. so it's like, Man, it's time to run the ball, run down their damn throats, man, exactly. You know what I'm saying, and then do a little play action with and hit your boy, uh, what Waller, the tight end, you know, so you know. Uh, Derek Carr's is just a game manager, man. He, that's why he's probably gonna lose his job.
0: Well, it's you know, next year. It it's it says I think it says something. You can't always compare fantasy to real football, but then in some instances you can. <laughs> Every uh, there's a lot of fa- fantasy relevant people on the Raiders, and the quarterback is not right. because there's not a situation I could tell you wh- where it would be okay unless it's like a two quarterback league where you would go get Derek Carr and I and be you know excited about it. You'd be like, oh, man, I got to play Derek Carr today. And it's not enthusiasm you're feeling. Right. Um, my rising star of the week, I snuck and picked this guy up last week, Jacoby Brissett. Um, oh, yeah. 36 points. Uh, he He's thrown, the, and you've heard this stat a million times, I'm just going to say it one more time, two touchdowns every game except for one, folks. Um, also, the fact that Frank Reich... You trust Frank Reich. He's like you know. He's like you could buy insurance from Frank Reich. Right. He he's a guy you trust. He's been in it. He protects his quarterback. Brissett hardly ever gets touched. Um, he and also the great thing about Indianapolis, and this is why guys like Marlon Mack are struggling. They throw for touchdowns inside the twenty. When yeah. they get inside the twenty, they throw the ball, yeah. and every one of Brissett's uh, touch four touchdowns. Came from inside the 20. And that is, four times six real quick, 24 points.
1: Yeah, and look who Brissette came under, man. Brady. Mm -hmm. Learning from Brady, man, all those years. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, he knows how to manage a game, and he knows how to, you know, bring his fucking um, knife to a fucking uh, fight, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And he killed some motherfuckers, man, out there.
0: Yeah, he did. Not literally. Yeah. Figuratively. You got to be very careful how we say this. But... No, um, I'll go one more. I think Jacoby Brissett is an everyday starter right now. I think you can feel comfortable. He's at home versus Denver. People talk about Denver's defense. Denver sucks, okay? They yeah, suck. They we suck. saw them on TV live the week before last. They stink. John Elway can't
1: find a quarterback, man.
0: Sad. He needs to suit up. Maybe. Maybe. He, let's see. He's got the biggest teeth in the world. You ever seen teeth bigger than John Elway's teeth? <laughs> yeah, no. Ever. I mean, really big teeth. But but you don't get any fantasy points for that. Um, All right. Let's get into where we were right for week seven. Uh, Doggy, where were you right? Uh, I was right a couple
1: ways, man. James White is going to give you what he's going to give you. Yeah. You know, and solid numbers, solid production. And uh, D.D. Westbrook. Mm -hmm. You know, I was right with D.D. Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? He came off with 17 points. And even though I didn't play him, but I was still right. Yeah. You know? No, that's... I gave you guys the advice, my listeners. Honestly.
0: Yeah, you went against your own advice. Right. But you, you're here for the people. Yeah. You're trying to share with them the, the good feelings that you get from getting all these fantasy questions right. Um, we were right. I was right anyway. John Brown, I mentioned earlier, 19 points versus Miami. I told you about Foresight, picking him early, all that other stuff. Also, pretty much dead on on the whole Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones thing. Uh, Jamal Jones gets 12 points with one touchdown. Aaron Jones gets 18 with one touchdown. That's great, but Jamal is going to cap Aaron. So Aaron's never going to have, well, he had that four touchdown game. But I think from this point forward, I think Jamal was injured during that game. Yeah. From this point forward, it's going to be very hard for Aaron Jones to crack 20 points because Jamal is over there getting 12 or 15 or whatever he gets. So I'm not saying drop them. I think they both have value, but use accordingly, if you will. I told you about Jacksonville, the sneaky play of week seven. I misspoke last week and said they played um, the Dolphins this week. They actually play the Jets, which is just as good. So if you got Jacksonville like Doggy did, you got them last week. You played them last week. They got points for you last week. Guess what happens again this week? They got the Jets. So you're going to play them right again. So that continues to be somewhere where I was right. Um, Where were you wrong, Dog? Um, I was
1: wrong. Really, uh, starting Jameson Crowder, man. Um, I thought Sam Darnold would have, you know, at least they they went up against New England, but still, I thought he had to force on the ball like they were going to come back from behind. But they still, I mean, New England they make New England's defense look like the best ever. Well, out there, this is crazy. They I just might, don't understand it. They, they're yeah. putting eight in the box, rushing the quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, and um, they're just man to man and just say, well, shit, if you beat my corner. You you get a touchdown. That's it. It seems like they don't even have to play safeties.
0: No, it, you know what I'm saying. They may be the best defense ever. They, <laughs> yeah. they they're averaging I think about twenty five points a game. They did some stats. I think you know Matthew Barry and the folks at ESPN. They said something to the effect of, if they were a player, they'd be like the number one rated running back, the number one rated receiver. If they were, if the defense was a fantasy, actual breathing, living one person player. Um, I don't know how long they can do it, but it's got to be a pain in the ass to whoever's playing New England that week because it's something you can't account for as a fantasy person is that their defense is going to score 20 on you this week. So now what are you going to do? You have to have a perfect week, basically. Yeah, and
1: I was also wrong with Fant, man.
0: Yeah. The tight end out
1: of Denver, you Mm -hmm. know, gave me a point. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then... um. You know, Flacco sucks. Stinks.
0: You know what I'm saying? Denver stinks. So it's just
1: like they just can't get it right down there. I know Emmanuel Sanders is glad he got his ass up out of there.
0: No, it's going to be a good move for Emmanuel Sanders. That that much I know for sure. Um, I was wrong with Darren Fells. uh, Only four points. uh, Houston Texans tight end. But I don't care. I think he still has. uh, Obviously, they use him. He's one of those tight ends that has a, an unbelievable record. I think about four or five games where he's playing tight end friendly teams as you go down the stretch. So maybe he didn't deliver for you this week. He probably will eventually based on the matchup. So I'll take the wrong for right now, but I'll be right later with Darren Fels. Um Your disappointment of the week, dog. Well, we just talking about him. Fant was my disappointment of <laughs> yeah. the week. Mm. Um,
1: and I would have to say fucking my quarterback Garoppolo was a disappointed disappointment of the week that's why I dropped in six points even though the weather was terrible Mm -hmm. out there you got to give me more than six points out of the quarterback position sure so those were my two disappointments of the week
0: yeah Mark Ingram versus Seattle for me five points Um, I need more I, I, I reached for Mark Ingram. I was on Mark Mark Ingram's bandwagon uh, early on. Early on... I like Mark, though. He's, he's on going to come through for oh, you. Oh, no, he will. It was a down game. Am I benching him? No. Am I trading him? No. Am I going to dump him? No. So, you know, whatever. It was a bad D- game. Disappointing. Disappointed. He has a bye this week. Hopefully he rests up. Comes back strong for week nine. Um, on the bubble, who's on that bubble for you, doggy? Man, you know...
1: Matt Breida, he was last week, but now he's off the he, bubble. he's off the bubble. <laughs> he so my out. new bubble, yeah, is Sterling Shepard. Okay, you know he's he's going in his second week with a concussion. Oh you know, boy. going through concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. He's injury prone, but. When he's Sterling Shepard's in there, he gives you decent numbers when he stays healthy. Yeah. So he's on my bubble. So I might play him in my flex this week if he comes back to give him another shot. Sure.
0: You know what I'm saying? And after that, it's over with. Yeah, for three like three straight years, Sterling Shepard has gotten hurt every year.
2: Yeah. Every year.
0: And he is a guy, you you make note of that because as you draft a for next year. hell of a year, talent. Great Damn. talent when he's in the game. Right. But you avoid him next year in the draft because yeah. you can't count on Sterling Shepard. This should have been a breakout year for him without Odell. He's been hurt most of the year. Uh, the Giants stink anyway. Nobody cares. But he could have stood out um, without Odell. Um, on my bubble, Mark Walton of the Miami Dolphins, running back, has basically taken over the backfield. Um, Kenyon Drake no longer an issue. Kenyon Drake may be traded before the trade deadline. Um, uh, Kalen, uh, is it Bellage or Ballage?
1: His mama named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Ballage, I think.
0: Ballage, Ballage sounds more gangster. Yeah, like I know. Ballage. Right? <laughs> but Ballage is sort of French or something. Yeah. And we don't like, the like French. the Bellagio. The Bellagio. But he stunk this year, basically. So you, all you have really is this guy, Mark Walton. He's starting. Not a great matchup this week. But he's on my bubble because, and, and just a personal thing, if David Johnson doesn't play, I, I'm starting Mark Walton on Monday night. Yeah. Because he's going to get the volume. Uh, Pittsburgh, defense is solid but not that great a team Yeah, this They're year. not
1: that great a team.
0: So Monday night maybe he gets a big moment um on the bubble, Mark Walton, Miami Dolphins. Uh sneaky play for you dog. My sneaky play this week is
1: going to be DD Westbrook. Uh, I'm going to play him. Uh, I again. think. <laughs> again, <laughs> I think, I think. <laughs> but I'm just telling my listeners out there. Sure. He got six seventeen points last week. Yeah, so hey, he could be if you need that flex starter. Mm-hmm. You know, go ahead and plug him in there. You know, I am kind of deep at the wide receiver position, so I might not play him, but he
0: would be my sneaky play of the week. There you go, my sleeper, sleeper keeper for doggy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I am going to go ahead and just I am going to tell you guys how to run your business with my sneaky play. I am going to get into your business. Here is your here is your business. Go and trade for Emmanuel Sanders. Go trade Ooh. for him. Go trade for him right now. Yeah. Because there there is no number one receiver in San Francisco until he gets there. Okay. Let me just tell you. If you guys got all excited about Debo Samuels and um what's the other guy's name? Um uh Pettis and all these other people, uh God Goodwin, Godwin, Goodwin, I think his name is. Yeah, his mama named Who Lee. can't stay on the field. This is a professional coming to San Francisco for you guys. guy, And a guy who wants to win. He's been looking at bullshit for the last several years, dealing with uh, Tim Tebow and uh, Simeon and every running uh, quarterback that you could possibly. He's trying to win. He comes to a 5-0 and o team. Is there 5-0 or 6-0? 6-0. and 6-0. 6-0 team. And is ready to do things. So Garoppolo has a target. It ain't going to take long for him to get, you know, sort of embraced by the San Francisco playbook and the coaches and everything else. Go ahead and trade for him. Because you might find somebody sleeping who says, oh, well, you know, Cortland Sutton sort of ran things in Denver because... Don't worry about it. Go trade for Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, This trade, speaking of Cortland Sutton, helps Cortland Sutton, too. Yeah. Because he's already having a great year. More balls definitely going his way. That didn't sound right. Yeah. More footballs going his way. Yeah, But... That's that's would be my sneaky play of the week, is to go, go trade for Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I don't think our guest is coming, doggy.
1: It's I, all good. I
0: have a feeling. We'll get him yeah. next time. He's a very hard man to catch, probably because he smokes a lot of weed. Yeah. I'm going to bet you he's smoking weed right now.
1: Probably, man. Probably forgot about it.
0: Yeah, more than likely. That's
1: what happens. We'll get league. up with him.
0: Yeah. We'll catch you later, fantasy stoner. We'll get you eventually. We'll be back with more of my Big Black fantasy podcast after these words. You know, Fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited, but you know, who gets left out. All the fantasy, the you know, the wives. The wives get left out. The girlfriends. You know, you you you're messing around with your fantasy. You're on your phone checking your players. You're, yeah, you're wheeling. You're dealing all that stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How you gotta go to Touch of Romance, man. You oh to Touch yeah, Touch of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. You get your toy. You got cock rings. You got Doc Johnson's fuck machine, which Damn is called, right. yeah, it's called the Power Banger, yeah, and it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure. It's 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 unmatched. I'm gonna it, tell you what you do, man. What do you do? Early in the morning, when you're watching the fantasy show, do it.
1: You know, check on your injuries and everything early. Mess with her in the morning, and then right after the. Uh, Late game, mesh with it again before the, uh, the 5 o'clock game comes on. Exactly. Touch of
0: Romance. Get the products. Touch of Romance makes that all available. Right. You can find them by going to loverspackage.com. Remember, you get 35% off purchases over $125. And also, do you know what else they do, doggy? What? They give you classes. If you're in the L.A. area. No shit. Yes, they do you can go and see the restraints and ropes workshop where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about. Dougie. Oh my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds on, fun. On squirting. Wow. It's all true. So yeah. go ahead. Check out your people at touch of romance, lovers to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah. Make time for your wife. Um, but let's go through sort of the uh, events of the past couple of days. days um, and talk about. We were talking about trades, Emmanuel Sanders, obviously. Muhammad Sanu Ooh, traded to the Patriots. I like that. What does it do, though? What, well, do you, what does
1: it do? Well, for Josh Gordon owners, it's scary. Yeah. For them to go out and get, uh, you know, Sanu like that, something seriously going on with Josh Gordon that they're not talking about. Mm-hmm. So, but Sanu is a great slot receiver. And man, I think he'll take some pressure off of Edelman. Yeah, and you know he's a veteran, and he's a good guy. Probably in the locker room because he's not. You know he's he know he'll probably pick up on that New England Patriot way right away mm. and fit in with everybody. Just like Ben Watson was looking good the other night. Yeah, um, but you know, shit, I I, I like uh, I like Sanu down there. I, I would go pick him up if I had room for him.
0: Yeah, I think it's the same thing with New England with just about every position. You can't bank on anybody. On any given week? No. You don't know. Will Will Sanu come out on the first game and get 10 targets? Maybe. Will he get two? Could be. How about one? We don't know. Nobody knows anything <laughs> about what they do. Their running back thing is a secret. Every time Tom Brady drops back, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw, like, James Lofton catch a ball. It's like you don't know <laughs> who's on the fucking team. But, you know, one, yeah. one consistent thing
1: about New England this year. What is it? You know what you're gonna get from James White?
0: Oh God! Other than that,
1: other than that, you don't know. I mean, if you just want a quick twelve or thirteen points, sure, you know, and maybe more because he he always almost gets in the box almost every weekend. That's right. So he's just close, you know, just misses it. But James White's the most consistent one, man.
0: Yeah. We've established that, dog. Do
1: you, you, you like James <laughs> I White? I love
0: James White. <laughs> <laughs> this, this message was approved by James White and paid for by James White Incorporated. Um, but no, I, I don't know what Sanu does because it just gives you one more puzzle. It's like, okay, I got Sanu on the team, but Josh Gordon got seven targets and, he got, and Sanu got one.
1: And it's kind of tricky because he's a slot receiver. You got Edelman's a slot receiver. Yeah. You know, Dorsett would take you deep, but... And then they have a couple other receivers, but you—it's not—you don't know who's going to play.
0: Yeah, you don't know. You just don't know. I like the Sanders trade far more than the Sanu trade. I think it's easier to figure out the Sanders will have a, a definite role once he gets acclimated. Um, another couple of news items. Uh, you know, we mentioned Drew Brees earlier, which I think is important. But Kareem Hunt, mm. uh, you know, Kareem punt because he punted that girl in he the sure did. in the lobby. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, that's but, terrible, right? Yeah, he, he kicked her. That that's true. Um he's back in practice.
1: Yeah. Did he push her and kick her? Is that yeah. considered assault?
0: Yeah, well, yeah oh, okay. you can't I thought, push and I kick. Got to punch him in the face. No, oh, okay. you can kick them and then it's totally fine. But he um or not totally fine is actually assault. <laughs> <laughs> but he's back in practice. Um God help God help God help this show. He's back in practice. Uh, do, do you care? For do you care that he's back in practice no i don't care kareem
1: hunt's back in practice i think kareem hunt uh, end up traded on another team before the deadline mm-hmm. um you know he just came back from that what hernia surgery it's just it's crazy nick chubb is running the rock really well so i mean to me it doesn't really make any sense i think Andy Reid just felt bad for the guy and gave him another chance
0: yeah you know Oh, no, not Andy Reid. You know, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the coach there uh, was Kitchens. Yeah, Kitchens. Yeah. Um, I, I don't care either. I I just think it's a bizarre situation where you have Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's doing the best he can. Yeah. He's balling, right? And you get to week 10, 11, and you walk into Nick Chubb, and you say, hey, Nick Chubb, check it out. Um, you're balling, but here's Kareem Hunt. So he wants half your carries. I don't. I just don't see that happening. No, and, and especially if Nick
1: Chubb has, like, incentives in his contract, dude. It's like, how is this dude going to come in and,
0: you know. That doesn't make any sense. Take some of my workload.
1: Yeah, and then you're assuming. And I've been busting my ass all year. Sure. And in the offseason. And I didn't hit no broad or nothing. Nothing. And yeah. I, I
0: got a clean record. I yeah. ain't hit nobody. But Kareem Hunt comes in off of surgery. We don't know if he's in game shape. We don't know how long it takes to get in game shape. We don't know any of that. Um, and you're talking about week 10, 11. That's when a lot of your fantasy playoffs and shit is being decided. And you're going to put him on your team and then have to make a decision on him. Late. I I just don't care. I don't care that Kareem Hunt is available. I don't care. Don't yeah, care. Yeah. I think the best thing you could help for, and this is going with doggies route, is that Chubb would get hurt if you're a Kareem Hunt owner. You, you'd hope that in <laughs> this town it sounds terrible. Yeah. But in case of an injury, I'll just say that.
1: Yeah.
0: You would be fortunate to have Kareem Hunt. Or, like Doggy said, if Kareem Hunt got traded to a team that needed a back that could start and pick up right away, that would be the scenario. If he stays with Cleveland, I just don't see the value. I don't think it makes any sense. Like Detroit could use him. Detroit, yeah. Detroit, Tampa Bay, anyone where it's just sort of Where it makes sense.
1: Almost you want to send him to a contender, though. Yeah. You know, if it makes sense.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, speaking of that, this is a theory I had, too, is that I don't think it's crazy for the Chargers to trade Melvin Gordon. Neither do I. I mean, he's—they're owing three since he's been there. Yeah, he cost them a game, and, and I mean, in a horrible way this past week.
1: Oh, it was terrible.
0: Yeah, he held out this week.
1: What's that? What their ass gets though, man.
0: Well, yeah, and so he comes back. He doesn't look like the same player, and I think he's you know getting into game shape. But he's cost them while he's getting into game shape, right? I don't know what the relationship is. I don't think it would be very good. So I think you make Eckler your guy. Yeah. And you trade him for picks or whatever you can get yeah. to help shake you out of this thing. Because they got a stadium open next year. They were A lot of people were talking about the Chargers going to Super Bowl this year, which is not going to happen unless <laughs> something changes. I, I don't think, I, I, and I think fantasy people benefit off of a Melvin Gordon trait.
1: Yeah, and you know, Melvin Gordon just doesn't look the same. It, it, it could be mentally too, man. He's he's not happy. No. You know, to no. come in late like he did, and he's just like, fuck it, I just need to get this money, or his mom probably forced him to go back. Mm-hmm. But he, he's not happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like you have a disgruntled running back, and – it's, it's just not a good look. He needs a new start. And if you if they can get some draft picks, like you said, man, just pull the trigger.
0: Yeah. I think I, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think that, that's a trade that needs to happen. Um, okay, let's get to this. Uh, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. And, you know, a guy on Twitter, because people on Twitter get all brave and in your face when they think they got something on you, whatever. Okay, so we talked about Aaron Rodgers, and I told you last week he's not an every week starter. And Doggy was like, well, no, I think he is, whatever. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers went off 53 points.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all
0: right. Okay, fine. Um, and I got hit on Twitter because I said the same thing on Twitter. So the guy, ah, you should just keep your advice to yourself for some bullshit he said to me. Man, I'll fuck you up. Number one. Number two, let me tell you, just because he scored 53 points doesn't mean he's an everyday starter all of a sudden. You got to look at the teams he's played this year. The three teams that he's played this year that posed, you know, a difficult defensive scenario for him, he struggled. He finished below 17 points, which is about what you want a minimal amount from from your quarterbacks. So, no, 53 points does not mean, oh, yeah, he needs to start every day. Based on this year, you may have a better option at quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Um, I never said don't play him. I said y- y- hey, if you got another option, take a shot. I mean, and but that's fantasy. If you play somebody, you got to know the person you put on the bench. You have to realize that that person could explode for 60 points. Doesn't have to be Aaron Rodgers. It could be some bum on the bench. It could be whoever scored 40 points this week who wasn't supposed to. Yeah, it's all about matchups too. Yeah. You don't know. So whoever that guy was, <laughs> I'll still fuck you <laughs> up. But <laughs> I just wanted to clear what I said because there's different degrees to it. Yes, he's still not an everyday starter because so far this year, he has not put up when he's faced difficult defenses. If that changes, then I may change my mind. So take that. Go run, tell that. Whatever. Um, I think we've gotten through our program there, doggy. Yeah. Fantasy Stoner did not show up, but we're not mad at him. Fantasy Stoner, man. We're coming to get you, dude. We're going to come get him. It's going to be all right. We'll hook up with you. Of course. Doggy, do you have anything to share with these people going into week eight?
1: Well, all I have to share is, man, don't give up. I share that every week. Yes. Because just because if you're losing, just enjoy your fantasy season. Of course. Be a spoiler. Yes. Still get on that waiver wire. Make stuff happen. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, hey, man, just keep pushing. Always. That's all I want to tell you guys. Keep pushing. This is the greatest, like, sport in the world, fantasy. That's it.
0: And you only get, Football. like, 13, 14 weeks of this. Yeah. So enjoy it. If you're 2-6, and six, who cares? You got stories to tell. Whatever. It's fun. You're with your friends. Enjoy it. Whatever. Meanwhile, the the housekeeping part of the show. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com at my big black fantasy podcast. Also, you can find me on Twitter at B underscore MBFP, like My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed the show and are ready to get another win in week eight. We want to hear all about it. So reach out to us at, on those two platforms. Um, until next time, Dougie, tell
2: Peace. them
0: goodbye. Goodbye, you guys. Peace out and love. Keep listening. All right. And take our advice because we're both champions. Yes, we are. You better listen to us. That's real. See you next time.